From COK Studios on Ina Jaffe's Jungle Gym, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider some exciting news from the surface of Mars. We'll also consider some listener questions in a special Ask Alex edition of Consider Your Health. And we'll consider where I left my sunglasses. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Fun Time Mountain, a roller coaster park for the whole family. Now offering Fun Time Summertime Ride Time passes for our new socially distant roller coaster, The Side Effect, and the Corporation for Pubic Broadcasting. Pubic, not public. Pubic. Pubes. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. NASA's Ingenuity helicopter has made the first powered flight on another planet, more than 117 years after the Wright brothers' historic flight on this planet. The flight itself was modest. The four-pound helicopter rose 10 feet in the air, hovered briefly, and returned to the Martian surface. An image taken from the craft showed Ingenuity's shadow on the surface and another from the Perseverance rover showed an airborne ingenuity. It is an exciting development in NASA's exploration of Mars, but what are the next steps for Perseverance and ingenuity? Joining us from NASA headquarters are Greg Howland and Craig Rowland, who are members of the teams in charge of the Perseverance and ingenuity, respectively. Glad to have you with us. You must be very excited. Excited doesn't begin to cover it. It is truly one of the most amazing moments in the history of recorded human endeavor. I suppose you could say that. You could? And I did. Craig, can you tell us a little more about the Ingenuity helicopter? Of course. I'm so excited to share this information with you and your listeners. Oh my God, shut up, Craig. You shut up, Craig. Just because your thing can fly, you think you're so great. That dumb helicopter isn't exciting. You want to see exciting? Look no further than the Perseverance rover, my friend. That's an exciting NASA project, baby. We'll get to the Perseverance in just a minute, Mr. Howland. Please tell us about the Ingenuity, Mr. Rowland. I will. Thank you. Ingenuity is not a drone, oh no no, but much, much better. On the top is a small solar panel for charging the helicopter's six lithium batteries. Below that are two carbon fiber rotors that turn in opposite directions. The blades attach to a common axle protruding from the body of the rover. The body is about the size of a tissue box. Four thin legs made from state-of-the-art carbon composite provide the landing gear. How exciting is that? Uh, oh, oh, very. It is, isn't it? Uh, but you don't sound that excited. Yeah, that's because your helicopter is lame, Craig. Hey, listen, I'm getting a message from Mission Control, and they're saying that you and your little drone are super lame. Houston, uh, we have a we have a lame-o. Uh, now, rovers, that's where it's at, pal. Yes. Um, I've read that NASA has allocated a month of the rover mission to testing the helicopter's capabilities, and that engineers could instruct ingenuity to go as high as 16 feet in future flights and travel as far as 150 feet from its takeoff point. Big deal, it's a Lego model compared to the rover. Even though Craig is all excited for his little drone or whatever, uh, it's not designed to be part of the rover's scientific mission to search for signs of ancient life. 
So it's still important. That's why it's so exciting. Now, I'm sure they're both very important. Yeah, no, no, they're not. Yeah, Craig, tell her how you applied to be on Team Rover and uh, how they stuck you on Team Drone. Tell it's her. a helicopter, Greg, and I was chosen to be on the Ingenuity team. Besides, everyone knows that flying is better than driving on the ground anyway. Oh, yeah? How'd your dumb drone get to the Martian surface, Craig? Oh, that's right. Attached to the belly of Perseverance. So... So, so what? Oh, oh so you're welcome. Is NASA always this competitive? Seems kind of like a toxic workplace to me. Whatever. Rover's rule! I am going to use Ingenuity to drop a Mars rock on your stupid rover. I'll just use Perseverance to run over your dumb drone. For more on why this mission to Mars will likely be unsuccessful, visit ConsiderOurKnowledge.com. That was petulant NASA scientists Craig Rowland and Greg Howland. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to our Consider Your Health series. Alex Truman is still in her hyperbaric germ-free chamber in an undisclosed location several miles below the Earth's crust, but that doesn't mean she can't take some listener questions. No, it does not, Cutter. So how are you doing, Alex? Are you ready to come back and rejoin the world? Not yet. You may not see me in person until 2024. That's when I think we will finally reach herd immunity with COVID. I have little to no faith in people to do the right thing. So until more of the population gets vaccinated, I have little choice but to stay right here. I feel like Sigourney Weaver and Alien, just isolating until I can be sure that the thing that wants to kill me is God. I also have the same hairstyle, so that's fun. It is. Have you been vaccinated? Of course. I had both my shots ages ago, but because of my many, 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 many serious health issues, I was able to get my vaccine back in January. I also know some people in uh, high places, so I got the really good stuff. What do you mean? Uh, let's just say that there's an even stronger, better version of the vaccine available to a select few. What? I, I've said too much already. Let's just say that Captain America has nothing on me. Wait, wait, wait. Are you a super soldier or something? I'm not not a super soldier in that I am not. Okay. I still feel like there's a lot you're not telling us, but let's go ahead and move to our listener calls. The first one is from Jenny in Flagstaff. Hello, Jenny. Hi, Alex. I keep hearing all this bad stuff about the Johnson & Johnson vaccine and how it gives women blood clots. That really scares me, so I'm refusing to get vaccinated until they address this. I'm sorry to hear that. I understand that blood clots can be a very scary side effect, but it's been such a small number that I don't think you have anything to worry about. I don't know. I just really think that the side effects outweigh the benefits with these vaccines. Uh, do you take any other medicines regularly? Well, I mean, I take birth control and some anti-anxiety medication. 
I see. Uh, did you know that those are far more likely to cause blood clots than the Johnson & Johnson vaccine? In fact, as someone who takes 17 different prescriptions every day, I can say that I have not once had a blood clot, even though 15 of the 17 prescriptions have blood clots as a side effect. Here is a list of some drugs that are more likely to give you a blood clot than the Johnson & Johnson coronavirus vaccine. <clears throat> Baygab, Biogab, Gabastad, Gabagard, Gabunex, Falesa, Urofolotropin, Fertinex, Metrodid, Heparin, Posiflush, Monoject, Asclera, Adovera, Elagolix, Bib Fortuna, and Bobbafa. Wow. Yes. Also, those last two are Star Wars characters, but I hope that you can see that there are many more medications out there to be afraid of that could give you blood clots. Thanks. I mean, I'm not sure whether to be scared of other drugs or reassured. You should be both. Uh, thanks for your call. Uh, next is Kevin in Reno. Hey, Alex, I've been trying to reach you for like two days. A mom wants to know what kind of cake you want her to send you for your birthday. Ugh, it's my younger brother, Kevin. Uh, sorry, Kevin, my cell reception has been pretty bad lately, and I forgot to check my Hotmail account this week. Wait, so this is just a family chat and not an actual health question? Uh, yeah, sorry, I just figured this would be the easiest way. Kevin's the healthy one in the family. He was allowed to play contact sports, unlike me. That's right. Mom and Dad let me play chess and checkers. Ugh, don't rub it in, jerk face. Sue, what kind of cake should Mom send? I'll take a gluten-free carob cake with unflavored dairy-free soy paste icing. Uh, please and thank you. Cool. P.S. I broke your PlayStation. Ugh. God, you're the worst, Kevin. Finally, we have a call from Bill in Seattle. Alex, are you ready to have your bloodstream nanites activated? G not now, Mr. Gates. Call me back on the red phone in five. Sounds good. Gates out. Wait, was that Bill Gates? Did he inject you with a vaccine that contained microscopic robots that give you superpowers? <laughs> what? No, 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 that's that's preposterous. What is going on, Alex? Nothing. I can assure you that I am in no way part of an elite team of super soldiers selected by and financially supported by Bill Gates to protect the world from invasion. It kind of sounds like maybe you are. Ooh, I have to go. Okay, then. Thanks for the time today, Alex. Avengers Assemble! That was Consider Your Health with Alex Truman. Now it's time for this week's Big Little Wins with our intern, Ryan. Thanks, Miss Mallow. Um, it's actually Jones Mallow. Sorry, I get intimidated by hyphens. Our first win comes from Sabrina Phillips in Santa Fe, who found a turquoise ring that perfectly matches her turquoise earrings, turquoise necklace, turquoise anklet, and turquoise septum piercing. Did we mention she lives in Santa Fe? Kudos on this very Southwestern little win. <laughs> very Southwestern. Congrats also to our own Cordell Neprock, who hosted a very lovely brunch for the funeral of Prince Philip on Saturday. Waffles, 
sausage, and cantaloupe just taste better when you're watching the dry Anglican funeral of the 99-year-old consort of Queen Elizabeth. Well done on this very British little win. Share your wins with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. That's all for this edition of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit considerourknowledge.com. You can also like us on Facebook and on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at ConsiderOurKnow. The COK team includes Emily Clausen, Natalie Thorpe, Marianne Wetzel, Jeremiah Knight, Hobart Willis, and Spencer Cannon. Our intern is Ryan Shattuck. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. It's an exciting development in NASA's exploration of Mars, but what are the next steps? Steps? Steps. Yeah.